Welcome back to the official Jets podcast presented by Amazon Web Services here in the BetMGM Casino Studio. Ethan Greenberg, Eric Allen joined by Lachlan Edwards. Lock, thanks for coming up to the studio no today. Problem. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. So you got the white sweatshirt on today. Obviously, the Jets had new uniforms unveiled in the spring. Yeah. Now that you've seen the combinations throughout most of the 2019 campaign, what's your favorite? Um, actually, I really like the black. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. Um, my favorite was the green, and uh, now black has definitely become the favorite. But why didn't you think you'd like it at first? Probably because it was just so different from what we had in you know, okay. previous years. Um, but it's really grown on me. And so the last two times, I know the first time the Jets wore black, a loss. Yes. But they'll finish the year with a 2-1-1 mark in the yes. blacks. Maybe that's why you like yeah, it more. Because they beat the Giants and then, of course, take down the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Yep. So, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Okay. Here we go. Loaded. Yeah, here we go. When you were overseas back home in Australia, the way you got into punting, I read this, and I just want to know if this is true or not. One of your teachers happened to be driving by, like, some field, and you were just kicking a football, and, like, this is how I imagine this. He's literally driving by, you know, you got, like, some beautiful background. He's like, that's one of my students. He's like, wait a minute, he's kicking a football. Wait a minute, he's really good at this. Wait a minute, I have to stop, pull over, like throw all my hazards, tell Lachlan that he should go kick in the NFL or go kick footballs overseas <laughs> in college. Is yeah. that like, is that yeah. essentially how it happened? Essentially how it happened. I, um, we were just, we actually started throwing the football. And uh, back then, I was even worse at throwing. Um, <laughs> and we just started kicking it. And, he drove past, and um, he's now one of my good buddies, Scott Telpe. Um, he's originally from Connecticut, so he recognized the football compared to an Australian football. Um, yeah, and he stopped and came over and uh, and had a chat, and he said, do you want to try it? And I, th- I thought he was joking. And uh, <laughs> he led me in the right direction and um, ended up going to college uh, six months later. In wow. Te- in Texas. In Texas, yeah. What did your family think about you leaving Australia? It's not like... A kid growing up in Florida Park, and they're going to Georgia or something like that. You left Australia. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> scoffed at the start because I was just like, oh, you know, you, you're joking. Um, but um, after a while, and you know, started, you know, started to figure out how we could actually do it. Um, you know, they caught on a bit more, and they saw that people had actually done it before me. Um, and we started watching some TV shows like uh, Aussies Abroad and stuff, which was a show on ESPN <laughs> back then, and it followed guys like Darren Bennett and. Um, Aussies, uh, Matt McBride that had been in the NFL and college yeah. system. Um, and they started to, you know, to think it might be a good idea. And, um, yeah. And but the, but are you thinking, and you and your family thinking, free education? Or maybe I got a chance to do this as my livelihood and make money doing it and, and start a career? It, it, it didn't really start as I think I could do it in the NFL. It just sort of started as... Um, you know, I want to go see our colleges in America. I want to see the world, you know, and I hadn't been out of Australia at that stage. Um, and it, it just looked like a load of fun. Um, you know, you see Texas in in the movies and stuff. And <laughs> it was just a great, you know, chance for me to try something new. And, uh, you know, luckily enough, I, I did all right and, and was able to make it here. What was your NFL consumption growing up? And what is the general NFL consumption like in Australia? Because... I imagine it's decent, but not only that, the the uh, time zones are just so different. Right. So if you're watching a one o'clock game here, 
Like, I have no idea what time it is in Australia, but I imagine you have to be up pretty late to watch some NFL games. Yeah, so depending on daylight savings and stuff, mum, mum and dad are setting the alarm at about four, four o'clock in the morning um, just to watch me play football. So, and they've never missed a game, which is great. Um, but before, you know, growing up, I didn't really see much NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd see the movies like uh, Remember the Titans. <laughs> um, That's a good soundtrack. Yeah, Friday Night Lights, <laughs> stuff like that. Friday um, Night Lights, nice. So you know, I had a little understanding of it, and you know, it was like those small town, small Texas towns that were like everything was football, and I was like, oh, that, that's not true. But you know, lo and behold, it is pretty true. Um, uh, it's growing on in Australia now, um, especially with the, the more guys we get in. Um, you know, and every time we get a professional sports player, like um, you know, like Valentine, like how he, he switched coaches, um, it uh, it spurs you know more interest from the For general sure. public and. Yeah, they they like to see people other than punters, you know, in, in the NFL. So, <laughs> so uh, for folks who don't have the roster in front of them, what what college did you go to in Texas? Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State. So, uh, how much culture shock uh, when you went there? And did you even go on a visit before actually packing your bags and, and leaving Australia? Obviously, you didn't go on a boat, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I imagine you flew over. But I probably would have rather a boat. Actually, <laughs> the flight over was terrible. Was it really? really? Turbulent. Yeah, I remember the flight? No, well. I know it's long. It was only because I got on the plane and um, my whole row, the power wasn't working, so I couldn't watch a movie, oh, couldn't even turn my man. light on. You um, could, Oh, like the overhead light? Yeah. So I, I put, And it's you know 16 hours yeah. from Sydney to LA, or 14, give or take. Um, so you were in the three across? I was in the economy, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I luckily had a seat between me, so you know I oh, had a little good. bit of room, but it was, it's still pretty brutal, you know, being... <sighs> Six foot five ish back there. It's not great, uh-huh. but I pulled out the laptop and I, um, I unfortunately I hadn't seen the movie before. I put on We Are Marshall. Um, really, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, no, but no, I'm on no. a plane. <laughs> huh? I'm on a plane, and you know the whole movie is about a plane crash, which is you know it's a horrible thing. Yeah, um, well, you got to go. You're going to college. Yes. Yeah, you're but he's not with we the are, team, r- right? But you're watching We Are Marshall on a plane. This going, is an international international flight. Yeah. This is your first international flight. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. It was, but the culture shock was it was huge when I got there. Um, uh, they ha- they had had an Australian there before me, so they sort of knew what to expect. Right. Um, but he was a bit older. I think he was like 27, 28 when he got there. Wow. And I was I just turned 21. Um, and you know, people couldn't really understand me. I couldn't really understand them. And it was kind of like, you know, you just give each other a nod and just go about your way. You know? <laughs> Did you initially have a full ride there? Um, so I was I was told I could I would have a full ride and yeah. when I got there I was informed I'd get a half scholarship. Oh no! Yeah, oh, so man. it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, we had to figure out whether I could even stay in the first place. Um, and you know, mum and dad thankfully made it made it work for me. Um, Huntsville's a pretty cheap place, and we were able to find some cheap accommodation for the for the year. And um, so we made it work. I didn't get on full scholarship until my last year. Wow. Do you consider yourself an adventurous guy, a courageous guy? Because I know myself at 18, 19, 20 years old, there's no way in hell I'd be like, oh, I tried to sport for six months maybe. You know, it was the rugby league or something like that. And people are like, hey, give it a try over here. I couldn't do it. No, I mean, it's probably sort of more of, I guess, Australian culture. I guess it's more just, you know, give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? You know, I'll just end up back home where I am. So, um I was at university back there, and I thought, why not give it a shot? And you know, if it all goes pear, you know, pear shaped, I'll come back. I've never lived in Texas before. 
what is Texas like? Everybody talks about it. everything is bigger in Texas, yeah. you know, and now you're living up here in New York, obviously. Um, New York, New it. Jersey. Yeah, I love it. I um, I got a place down in Austin, um, so we live there in the off season. Um, I really enjoy it. You know, Austin has great, great culture, as in uh, music scene. Mm-hmm. It's got a good nightlife. Rainy Street. Uh, Rainy Street is yeah. Sixth Street's a bit too young for me now, yep. so I kind of hang out at Rainy Street if I do go out at all. Fair kind enough. of a homebody lately. Um, but, yeah, I really like really like Texas. Have you know. been to Terry Black's Barbecue? I haven't. I'm not a big barbecue guy. Oh. And, you know, that's hard to be, you know, in Texas and not be a barbecue guy. Oh. So what Fuck. are you eating down there? In Austin? By the way, how did you and your uh, your uh, fiancé decide on Austin? Uh, so well, I went to, obviously, St. Mission State, yeah. which is a little bit north of Houston. Um, small town. We went out there in, uh, I want to say New Year's Eve, in my my first year in college, or second year, and uh, had a great time. Um, obviously, UT is a huge, huge uh, university. Yep. A lot of young people, and I had a lot of time, a lot of fun. Um, and then when my fiance was coming out of college, um, she needed to find a job. Uh, she's a nurse, and and Austin had an opening, and we said, let's do it. We went out there. <laughs> I can't get over the barbecue thing. You lived in Texas for how many years, Greens including Greens school? Greens is a foodie. Um, about f- four or four, including school, yeah. And how many four years? Five now. Okay. Yeah. okay, so you've been there five years, and you you just don't like it. Like, what don't you like about it's it? It's not I don't like it. Um, I just don't eat it all the time. You know, I, I can have Th- That a I understand. Brisket. I don't eat it all the time. Are you a, fi- are you a fish guy? Oh, yeah, I like a bit of sushi. Um, okay. Well, a lot of sushi. Um, big Mexican food guy. Are you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because well, we don't really have it in Australia. Okay. And if they do, it's too fancy and they, they charge you a lot. No, yeah, I'm, I'm more about like the hole in the wall that. Mexican food. But I do know that a Corona is really expensive in Australia. Everything's expensive in Australia. I know that it's, too, it's but ridiculous. I know Coronas yeah. are extremely expensive yeah. compared to here. Yes. Yeah. They tax you on everything. You guys drink IPAs over there? I mean, down there? Um, yeah. You know, all, all, the, yeah. <laughs> all the beer guys will, will venture out to that. But Okay. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, you, you got some news. What can you tell us about uh, your recent engagement and wedding plans? Um, yeah, so we we went and got engaged in Australia in Uluru, which is um pretty uh, pretty special place for Australia in general. Um, not much out there other than a huge huge rock. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to Google it, uh, but really hot. And what's the name again? Uluru or Ayers Rock, depending what you want to type in. Both will work. Uluru okay. or Eds. Ayers. Ayers Rock. I don't okay. know how to say it with an accent, yeah. but Ayers Rock. <laughs> okay. Has your American accent gotten any better since being here? I try and, and then we want to hear about the proposal, too. Yeah, I, I try not to, to work on it too much because every time I go home, you know, right. I'll get flack for it. People so. are like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You're Australian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so you're at the Rock. All the rule. Um, yeah, it was, and it was in my pocket all weekend, you know, all, all week, and I, I couldn't find the right time to do it because it's pretty... You can't really wear nice clothes and, and get a good photo because it's so hot. It was about mm. 40 degrees Celsius every day, which is, um, you know, 110 ish. Oh my. Um, thousands of flies. So we're in a fly net. Not ideal for a girl to put up on Instagram of a photo, you know, wearing a fly net. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I did the best I could. Um, and it got to the stage where I was like, all right, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it on this trip. So, um, yeah, just got down on the knee, said, will you marry me? And she said, absolutely. And, yeah, it worked out well. But you wanted to do it at home, I assume? Wanted to do it in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, bought the ring over here, and then we did it over there. So It was probably too expensive over there. Probably. You know, just 
So what are what are the plans? Where are you guys getting married? Getting married in Hawaii. Um, you know, halfway between Australia and Texas. Uh, Ali nice. also has a bit of family from Hawaii, so it's going to work out pretty well. Um, it'll get my my family a trip to Hawaii too. So, have they ever been? They haven't. Have you? I have been. Um, yeah, I have. My first year in in the league, we went out to Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. Now, so I'm thinking about this. Is she a native Texan? She is from Corpus Christi. Yes. Corpus Christi. So, uh, how did her dad handle this when you asked him? Hey, you, you did, because I remember having this conversation with you. You were talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was surprised. You know, um, he he was super happy about it. And, you know, and originally, you know, you never you don't know how they're going to react. Right. You know, because he's thinking maybe he's going to try and steal my daughter away to Australia <laughs> one day. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I guess I didn't think about that part. You're not like you know somewhere in the states. You happen to be. Yeah, yeah. It's, very far away. It's one side of the world or the other. Yeah. So, um, no, it was great. Um, just had a chat on the phone because there was no way I could drive three hours to Corpus Christi without, you know, setting off alarm bells or something with uh, with Ali. So, called him a couple of days before we went went to Australia and um, had a chat. And yeah, yeah he, was, he, was, he was super happy about it. What yeah. you, no, go ahead. No, no, you. He's unfortunately a Cowboys fan too. So. Oh, okay. So right. he must have loved Week Six. Yeah, we, he came out here. He had to wear a uh, Jets jersey though. Ali didn't let him wear a. Was he, was he wearing a Lachlan Edwards jersey? He was. So fortunately enough for him, he didn't get you know Jets fans <laughs> booing him as he walked out. <laughs> so he did him a favor. What? Uh, have you found your? Okay. So. I know Australia has a couple like native food. Mainly the meat pie. Yeah. Have you found the meat pie out here or something that reminds you of home? You can. So you can get it um, shipped and frozen uh, out here. Um, I haven't done it yet. Okay. But um, Ali learnt when she was back in Australia how to make sausage rolls. Um, what I don't, is that? I don't expect you to know what it is. It's kind of, it's kind of like a meat in a, in a pastry rolled up. It's kind of like... Is it like a pig in a blanket? Yeah, but better. Okay. Um, I'm not a big uh, hot dog guy, so that the pig in a blanket isn't great. Uh, but, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, <laughs> great. <laughs> we've been able to make that. No barbecue, no pigs in a blanket. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy. Destination <laughs> wedding, but you guys, it's probably going to be a, a rather big or small. We're hoping it's not too big. Yeah. Um, of course. Um, we'll see. You know, we, we're still getting RSVP, so we'll see. I got to ask this, okay, uh, so very recently, Jets get a game winner from Sam Fick and 44-yarder. Yeah. What, what is your property? You are the holder. You right. are a key part of the operation. Everybody talks about operation out there in terms of field goals and extra points, but I don't think people's minds register to, oh, Hennessy, Lachlan, they're the big deal incorporated in all this what are you doing on the sideline is what any situation when the jets are moving down the field and you know okay not only maybe we're going for a game winner here but maybe it's a game winner time expires right um yeah so whenever the offense is on the field will me and tom will be getting snaps of some sort you know mm -hmm. depending where we are on the field as soon as we cross the 50 we start to get uh field goal snaps um and, yeah, it's just trying to keep a lid on it. You know, we didn't know what we are going to do with timeouts, whether it was a hurry-hurry field goal or it was a, um, a milk it. And we just went down there. We, we were watching the whole time. We'll get a snap every now and then. It's just trying to keep a, a lid on your emotions and, and just do what you've practiced, you know, a couple thousand times. Is so, uh, Was that your second game-winning field goal that, that you've is, held for? Yeah, first one was Chandler um, against Jacksonville. The Jaguars, yeah. And, um, yeah, this is the second one. But, it, but is it like baseball – in terms of 
when a guy's really going and he's got a no-hitter, the old superstition is don't talk to him. Mm -hmm. So before Fickens about to get out there, is it just you and Hennessy talking and you leave that dude alone because you know he's just got to go through his prep and be in his own zone? Absolutely. I'll leave him alone. Um, The worst thing you ever see, you know, you see it in college all the time, is you see position players go up and start talking to the kicker and it's just leave him alone, you know, this is is his moment. Um, So, yeah, I'll I'll just run out, you know, give him a pat on the back, let's go. And, you know, he, he put it through. How do you keep your hands and fingers from not getting too cold or too nervous, like sweaty palms or anything like that? I actually really like holding. Um, Isn't that a learned trait from you? Like when you came in the league, have you did you hold up to that date? I hadn't held in a game, um, but I uh, I held a practice um, I gotcha. throughout throughout college. Um, but you know, having to learn to hold to, for Nick Falk, he's, he's pretty picky with his holds, so he uh, he helped me a lot. Um, him and Tanner when my first year, they took me under the wing and. Show me the ropes, and uh, now Tom Tom's out. He's a great snapper, so he makes it makes it easy. But you're one of the few guys in the stadium. Am I correct on this? Is that you got to keep your head down? So when he's kicking a ball, are you just waiting to hear the reaction, or do you stay up and you can time it perfectly where you finally see the ball? So I usually don't see the ball until it's through the through the uprights yep. for the most part. Um, then because you've got the line in front of you, and they all stand up. So. I can usually tell from how Sam is if we make it or not. Um, uh, Do you remember what you said to him yesterday? I mean, uh, after the I recent win? I don't. I don't. I know, I know I gave him a hug and said, let's go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure I did. Yeah. I, I want to know, this time of year, obviously it gets chilly up here in New Jersey and in the Northeast. As a specialist, you have a little extra time on your hands at practice. Right. Are you freezing during practice? Um, well, you know, if we're indoors, we'll go outside and we'll actually get some work in mm-hmm. the cold and, um, you know, try to get used to it as much as you can. It's kind of hard to get used to the weather because it's so different every game. Um, but we'll we'll get out there and get some snaps and stuff. But we'll try to get we'll try to keep warm and we'll just bundle up once we're done with our part of the practice. But uh, for the most part, we actually stay pretty active throughout the, the day. How close are you dudes? Uh, you and Hennessy, you've been together for a while and then you had to bring the new guy in. You guys have really been through a lot this year. Talk about adversity on the team, adversity on the field goal team. I mean, you work with every kicker yep. uh, this side of the Mississippi, it felt like. <laughs> well, yeah, no, this is, um, if you look at it, this is the fifth kicker I've had in four years, um, second this season. Uh, or if you don't even want to like in the active season you know yes. yeah so um, first year was Nick Falk then we went Chandler then Jason and then now we've got Sam as well as Vedvik earlier in the year so um, it's re- me, and, me and Tom we've got a pretty good sync going um, you know I'm pretty confident we can we can help any any kicker that comes in here mm-hmm. um, and you know as soon as I come out the door it's like hey mate the, what kind of holds do you like how do you like it and they'll tell me what they want I'm like alright well, let's just work on it how many different kinds of holds are there? Because I, I feel like, to EA's point, fans focus on two things, very black and white. Is it in or is it out? Right. And they, they don't think about the operation, the snap, the hold. But even within that, like how many different kinds of holds are there? So it comes down to the preference of the kicker, obviously. So a lot of guys will want a bit of a lean on it towards me, not towards them. Um and some guys I want it straight up and down. Nick Falk was was interesting. He had he didn't want to give up the uprights, so he had me lean the ball according to the wind. So he'd tell me I want a large lean here or a small lean or a medium lean. Um, 
you know, and then you've got to find the spot with that lean because you don't want to put it down and then lean it. So uh, you're just trying to make your the kicker's job as easy as it is because it is it is a tough job. And I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not jealous of his job at all. You know, it's a tough job. <laughs> what about the weight program for a guy who's uh, constantly booting uh, throughout the year? Uh, uh, not yeah, giving any away uh, trade secrets from Justice or anybody, yep. but uh, how much legs do you do in the off season, and then how much do you have to uh, you know scale back a little bit during the season? So, majority of our leg strength work comes in the off season. You're trying to put on some weight because as the season goes on, you're not you're kind of maintaining, but you're still losing a bit of it. Um, so you're trying to put on as much strength as you can in the off season without losing flexibility and, mm-hmm. you know, leg speed and stuff. So it's a pretty fine balance. Um, there's not really too much science to it. Oh, there might be, I, I don't really know it, but, um, we'll lift, we'll lift legs heavy basically once a week or not. We'll do some accessory lifts as well as, uh, your main like squat or, or box jump or something like that. Okay. Um, but for the most part, you're trying to just stay in your, your kicking uh, just trying to keep your, your legs fresh and, and keep kicking well over the strength-wise of it. You mentioned Valentine Holmes before. He was on the practice squad for a while. Now he's going back. He's yep. going to play in the rugby league again, I believe. Yep. Um, what about the legend of him? Is that real? Like, how big is he in Australia? Well, I mean, he's a superstar. He went he went back and he signed a what a six-year contract within two days. So <laughs> um, he was he was snapped up pretty quickly when he got back. Um, I unfortunately I didn't see his career because I I had got to America when he started so I missed basically all of his career until he got here. Did you have friends back home yeah. tell you that he was coming here or like how did you hear of it and had you heard of him prior to him walking through the doors? I hadn't. So my parents um I Skype them once a week um and you know they told they basically tell me everything that's going on because <laughs> I try to shut out most of the stuff um that doesn't really pertain to me or you know so um they told me that he was coming over and and um then I did some radio shows in Australia that they you know they they were going crazy over it. Sure. Know? Yeah. So they had a couple uh um couple crews follow him throughout the preseason I feel like yeah. who came from uh, Australia and and to follow him. He got that sense. Did he reach out to you when he came over and said, "Hey, Locke." He did. Yeah. So I gave him a ride to to practice for um a couple of weeks until he you know, he figured out his travel and stuff, and we were living in the same building. So, um, great guy. Yeah. Great. Uh, he, his wife's cool. Um, him and he, uh, her and Ali got on really well. So, it was a good little mix. And you know, I hope he hope him, you know, all the best for the future. Yeah, he always seemed like a very, very humble guy. Like, what was the story? He didn't tell any of the running backs or anyone on the team like who he was. So you could you could have spoiled a lot for him. You could have been like, hey, I know you guys are cool. You know who this is, yeah. and he he just didn't want any of that. So yeah, no, he's, he's a great guy. Yep. How many games have your family? You you're one of three boys. Yep. Uh, had an opportunity to actually see you play professionally. Professionally, they've my mom and dad have seen me play two, and oh. they were 2017 against Jacksonville and Miami home games, and we won both of them. So <laughs> nice. So they got to keep on coming. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> got to get him over The Miami here. game was that like the second week of the season or whatever. That was, it was? a super hot one. Yeah, it was Miami. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, we crushed him at home. Yep. And then Jacksonville went to overtime. And Chandler and hit the, yep. the game winner. Yep. So wow. t- twenty-seven. What about your brothers? They got to come to more games, by the way, if they're two and zero. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, they came to some college games. Uh, my last, my senior day, and a game after that, and 
uh, they haven't been able to make it out since, you know, just working and, and stuff, and they're getting married, and my, uh, the middle brother now has a kid, and... Oh, really? Yeah, and then the oldest brother's getting married in March, so i got to go home for that, so a lot's going on. Just gonna... You're going to have a busy off-season. What, um... What do they do, your brothers? Uh, so my eldest brother's a carpenter. Um, middle brother's a mining engineer. Oh, and, wow. Um, oh, my God. Dad's a carpenter. And mum works for the um, Cars Guide, which is uh, part of the, the big newspaper in Australia. So if you ever buy over here, would you have your dad and your brother come over and work on the floors? That's what the first thing I would think about is that I got a carpenter in the family my pops can handle this yeah. and my brother can handle this yeah man. well luckily we got, we got a house already that was um they, they they built it for us and it was all that so i didn't have to do too much to it but i'm pretty handy i think myself um i can do some of that i was i was a, a laborer for two years and then went to college in australia and was a bartender and i've i've done a couple of stuff so i, I know my way around what the was house a little bit wow the bartender that's the first i've heard of that uh how much did you have in houston no, 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 in Australia. in Australia. I wasn't able to work at Sam Houston just with the visa, visa rules and stuff. How much did you enjoy that? Uh, I didn't, yeah. Oh, you didn't, <laughs> huh? Did uh, I mean, bartending, you know, it's a bad hours and, yeah, it's just... I'm sure you, you've you've seen some interesting things. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> in, a lot of different In what stories. part of Australia did you bartend? Um, well, so where I was at um, university, I was in Ballarat. Um, so I was uh, bartending at a, at a horse race track. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, I was a uh, basically a bricklayer's labourer for two years as well before that, and yeah, that I mean that wasn't great hours either, but it was good, you know, good money and wow, paid the bills. Yeah, that's, that's a, now you're kicking footballs. Yeah, so it's come that, a long way that, from bartending. That, that's yeah. a very interesting background, bricklayer, huh? Well, I wasn't doing any of the, the sciencey stuff. I was just carrying stuff around and yeah, making making cement and stuff. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Now, how, how big is your place in Austin? Is that an apartment or is that, you, know, uh, you got a house? We got Austin. a house, yeah. It's, um, is it right in city limits or? No, it's a little it, north. It's between um, Austin and Round Rock. Um, Austin's booming, so it's pretty It's pretty expensive out there now. So you got to try and find a spot where it's not too crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot going on there. It's kind of like the tech capital of Texas, I think. So. Yeah, I went to Austin a couple months ago. I, I didn't know that. I quickly, yep. quickly realized. I also didn't know there was. A homeless, uh, a large homeless um, contingency in Austin too. Yeah, I, mean, I start to see that a lot around the whole country. Yeah, to be honest, me too. Yeah, it's sad to see the discrepancy. Yeah, yeah no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything else? No, you're gonna end it. We're talking about the homeless. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta okay, get. Fine. We, we gotta get. We gotta get. Fine, okay, we gotta right. get back, and we gotta help people. What? Uh, give us something that that you miss from Australia that you think America should adopt. Oh. And don't say meat pies. Ah, no, I won't say meat pies. Um, that is a good question. I wish I had the time to think about it. Um, probably just be a little more easygoing, I guess. A bit more relaxed. <laughs> I think that's a. Uh, I don't I know whether that's, that's just that's like a, 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 thing. Typically, a thing. You think, t- but typically, um, you would say that 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 people up here are a little bit more uptight. Maybe aggressive? Is that fair? Uh, because when you say easy going, I'm thinking about the opposite then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I would say that without saying it, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll just, Australia's a bit more relaxed, I think, in the, in the terms of, you know, walking down the street if, you know, someone's in your way, it's like, oh, you know, yeah. you're right. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think that's more of a Northeast thing, though, than, a, than an American thing. Do you? Well, he lives in Texas. Yeah, I know, but don't you think in Texas it's at least a little 
easier going. Yeah, it's a bit more room too, I guess. Um, speed limits are a bit higher out there too, I guess. So. <laughs> Where where's a good spot? I mean, obviously it's a beautiful country, but if people are going to go travel to Australia, um, where do you suggest they stop? Well, I'm from I'm from uh, a little bit south of Melbourne, so Melbourne's great for like sporting capital of Australia, basically. Um, but you got to hit Sydney, of course. Got to hit Melbourne, and then I would say the whole east coast is great. Is that the Gold Coast? Gold Coast is a bit north of okay. you know Sydney, um, and then above that is like uh, Cape Tribulation and um, the Great Barrier Reef and stuff up there. So awesome spots. Um, you can see a lot. As you know, you got tropics, you got deserts, you know, you got mountain ranges, you got the snow if you want kangaroos. Um, how yeah. how often do you fly back to Australia a year? Hopefully once a year. Once a year, yeah. and then you typically stay for how long? Uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully three. It just kind of depends on training and what else is going on over here. What island are you getting married on? Um, Oahu. Oh, okay. no, no, wait, is that the big one? I think the big one is Hawaii, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I've kind of had hands-off planning for the most part. I've been trying to focus on, you know, my job. And that's <laughs> that's <laughs> a smart. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart move. Yeah, and that's how we'll end the official Jets podcast, <laughs> presented by AWS here in the BetMGM Casino Studio. Locke, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks, brother. Be sure to uh, rate us, review us. We didn't even talk about Coffin Corner or any of that stuff. We'll have to get to that at some other time. You're right. YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, rate us, review us, leave questions. Maybe we'll answer them. Uh, NewYorkJets.com, basically anywhere you can find podcasts. That's it.